Well, thank you very much to our brilliant actors and our readers for helping us to follow the clues this morning of that very first Christmas. And, and did you notice there at the end how those wise men really made home stop and think about what really being wise is all about? And I thought that we would think about that for a few minutes now altogether. And, and I wonder if you'll help me. Will you help me at home? Um, in a minute, I want you to tell me if you think something is wise. Can you do a thumbs up? Can you do that now? Wise or unwise? Thumbs down. Okay, will you remember that? Because I think there are loads of times at Christmas where we need to make that decision, don't we? Decide what's wise and unwise. Let's have a look. Oh, yes. There's... There's what to eat, like that tempting 12-pack of mince pies. Yum. So, shall I scoff the lot before lunchtime today? What do you think? Wise or unwise? Some people think I should give it a go. Maybe I'll try. And, and then there's the Christmas presents, isn't there? What's the wise thing to buy? This year, my wife, Elspeth, um, she thought she would like a nice scarf for Christmas. And, and my children, Jonathan and Hannah, they said, please, could we have Lego? But I thought, no, use your initiative. Some of you are looking worried already. Um, no, save a bit of time. Buy a joint present, something practical, something like this look, a family washing up kit. It's got everything. Look, it's got sponges and gloves and brushes. It's even got a bow. The perfect gift, they told me in Wilco's, for a bit of family bonding at the end of Christmas lunch. So what do you think? Giving my family that gift this Christmas, what do you think? Wise or unwise? Some of you think maybe I should keep thinking on that one. Okay. And of course, those are both silly examples, aren't they? And this year, with coronavirus, so many of us have got so much harder, more serious decisions to make, haven't we, about what's wise and what's unwise. Lots of those made a whole lot more difficult after yesterday's announcement. Who we should have in our Christmas bubble, if we can even do that at all now. Which members of our family to take the risk and, and go and see? We've got used to listening in to, to our own three wise men, haven't we? Here they are, Witty, Valance, and Van Tam. Hearing them urging us not to be unwise this Christmas, but, well, to stay safe and save lives. And that's hard, isn't it? For many of us, it's really really hard to decide what's wise and what's unwise this Christmas. And, and can those, those other, those original wise men that we read about in the Bible, can they really help us with that? Well, maybe they can. But have you ever stopped to, to wonder just how wise they really were? I mean, just think about it. Travelling all that way to see a baby... Oh, I'm sure they'd have taken sensible precautions. I'm sure they'd have worn one of these to ride on their camels. I mean, they were wise men, weren't they? They'd have done the risk assessment. But how wise was it, really, to go on that long and dangerous journey across harsh deserts, down steep mountain tracks, just to visit 
a new king. I mean, hadn't they heard of travel restrictions? Didn't they know how long they'd have to quarantine on arrival in Jerusalem? What do you think? Traveling all that way that Christmas, was that wise or unwise? What do you think? And then, when they finally reached Bethlehem, how wise was it really to give such extravagant gifts to a baby? I don't know what you're hoping for this Christmas, but you can forget about the Nintendo Switch or the iPhone 12. These gifts, gold, frankincense, myrrh, these were the the top-of-the-range presents that first Christmas. They were the most costly, precious things that those wise men had. They maxed out their credit cards and blew it all that first Christmas. On a baby, giving gifts like that, what do you think? Wise or unwise? You're not all quite convinced. And you're not alone, are you? King Herod, he clearly thought those wise men were balmy. I mean, he was sure that he wasn't going to be stupid enough to to go and bow down to this King Jesus, regardless of what he told them. No, it wouldn't be long before Herod would decide that the really wise thing to do would be to, well, get rid of Jesus permanently. Get him out of the way so that he couldn't be a threat to Herod's kingdom, to to Herod staying safe that Christmas and living life just the way he wanted to live it. And sometimes, aren't we just the same? Oh, sure, I don't mean you're all a bunch of murdering maniacs. At least, don't think so, most of you. But might we not want to keep Jesus out of our lives just the same? worrying that that he won't stay in the manger, that he'll cost us if we get too close and really call him king. So we convince ourselves, don't we, that the really wise thing to do at Christmas is just to smile politely and keep Jesus at arm's length. Certainly, we'll certainly not get carried away like those unwise men did. but let's not write them off too quickly. Because what if they got something right? What if they show us something about this baby? That if it's true, well, well, it turns worldly wisdom upside down. Did you see in that verse that we started our service with, when, when the wise men, when they found the child Jesus and his mother Mary, along with their gifts, did you notice what they did? They bowed down and worshipped him. They worshipped a baby. Isn't that more craziness? And of course, it is. Unless, well, unless this baby is unless this baby is exactly who that prophecy from Isaiah told us he would be. No ordinary baby. No one less than mighty God himself 
come in the flesh. Is that possible? Because if it is, well then, you start to realize, don't you, that well, it wasn't those wise men who made the longest, most dangerous journey that first Christmas. Not if God himself has broken every travel restriction to be born in that stable in Bethlehem, has crossed the unimaginable distance between heaven and earth, between him and us, to make himself known to the most unlikely people, like a bunch of Eastern astrologers. And if that's true, well, then it's also not those wise men giving the most extravagant gift that first Christmas, is it? Not if, not if God has given himself like that. Chosen not to stay home and stay safe at Christmas, but to come and make himself vulnerable, helpless. And why? to save lives. So that one day he could give himself in the most costly way imaginable on a cross to rescue us from the most dangerous thing this Christmas, the sin that keeps us from him. Mighty God himself, coming for people who keep him at arm's length, giving himself like that for us. You've got to wonder, haven't you? Was that wise? Maybe not. But it's astonishing, audacious love. Maybe it's exactly the kind of love that we need to take hold of us this crazy Christmas. And isn't it, isn't it at least worth looking into? Because if it's true, if this baby really is who the Bible says he is, well, those magi then were the wisest men of all, weren't they? To go looking until they found this God, this Jesus, and trusted everything they had to him. Why don't I lead us in a prayer? Father, please will you help us to know what's really wise this Christmas. We need your help with that, Father, in so many ways. And please will you help us most of all to understand more your amazing wisdom and your astonishing love in coming into our world to save us. Help us not to keep you at arm's length this Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen.